Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. You remember last Friday... When we had the Giants fans and the and the Vikings fans, and in the beginning of the show, it was all Minnesota. All the Vikings fans. Now, again, we're, we're not a national show anymore. We've tried to make that clear to everybody. But those around the country who were used to listening to us, well, they wanted to know how they could keep listening. So they stream. They listen on stream. And that's you can certainly do, too, the ESPN New York app. And so because of that, we still get people from around the country calling into the show. And so you get those occasional Vikings fans who dominated the start of the show, and it got some Giants fans pissed off. I don't want to hear it. Y'all got to take some accountability, bro. This is New York City. This is a Giants hometown. You got to take accountability because you're bugging right now. Stop allowing these other fans to call in and talk all this trash. Y'all on New York City Radio, do better. Be better. Well, you got to be better. And then that's when it all, the tide started to turn. And what happened is... Then we started getting all the calls from the Giants fans, and they were pushing back and clapping back. That's when the show really had its energy. And that energy carried over into a big win in Minnesota. So now we open it up, and you talk about a rivalry. You talk about two fan bases that definitely hate each other. And I don't know. Do Eagles fans hate Cowboys fans more than they hate Giants fans? I think Giants fans look at Eagles fans with the same kind of disdain, right? Like, you don't like the Cowboys – but you hate the Eagles, like that. That's gotta. That's gotta be how it feels. I was talking to a friend of mine who's a Cowboys, who is uh, <coughs> who's a Giants fan, and I was talking to him about the idea of house money, which is easy for me to say. I'm a Jets fan. I'm not. I don't have an emotional involvement in this. So I look at it like you went into this season, and you had three questions that needed to be answered. The first one was, did you finally get the right coach? Question answered. The second question was, what do you do with Daniel Jones? Is he your quarterback of the future, or are you going to be in the market for one after this season? I think that question's answered too. The third question was, Saquon Barkley, are you willing to pay him? Can he stay healthy enough to be the impact player that you saw him be as a rookie? Don't know if that question's completely answered, but I think you kind of know that when he's healthy, he is special. So I look at it like you've already kind of accomplished answering the questions need to be answered. Now it's like, all right, you had success that might have been a bit of a surprise, got hot late, and now all of a sudden you find yourself in the division round one win away from the NFC Championship game. So this, to me, is like house money. You lose this way you're supposed to lose it. And at least you now go into the offseason feeling like we're in the right direction. A couple pieces here, a wide receiver, lock up some of our guys, Dexter Lawrence, but we have a coach. We're never going to be outcoached. And now you can look at next season and think the NFC East is going to be a beast again. And you're going to be one of those teams that wreaks havoc. You love it. You feel good about where you're going. But as I was trying to explain this to my friend, he said to me, yeah, but it's the Eagles. It's different. Like it would be, if it was another team, you might not feel as much. 
But because it's the Eagles, fly, Eagles, fly, all that garbage, you know, Lincoln Financial, the, the dirtiest, meanest, nastiest fans, nastiest fans in the league, like you don't want to lose to them. You want to hear about how you haven't won there now in 10 straight games? You don't want to hear any of that. You want to take their heart. You want to take their great season and kick it to the curb. That's what you want to do. So that's why the emotion is probably different. So that's what I need to know at 800-919-3776. As Bart Scott makes his way into the studio down the hallway after spending most of the morning on first take with Stephen A., Molly, and company. Of course, talking football all around the league. Where's your IFP, my man? Hey, you're plugging it in, all right. Ready to go. There's no spoon. But as again, as we set this up and get the conversation going, because again, we love the smoke, so it's all about Eagles fans versus Giants fans for the rest of this show. And who's got the energy? Who brings the most energy? Who's got something to say about it? I do want to bring up once again the Daniel Jones question. I asked it earlier in the week. I'm going to ask it again. Have you seen enough already to say I am all in? It, like to a point where it doesn't matter what you see from him in this game. So if he reverts, has you know a, a two turnover game, a fumble, a, a pick, and you know it just kind of doesn't look you know like it's just it's a frustrating moment, and you say turn the ball over again. Does it make you hesitate, or are you like, no, nah, I've seen enough. I don't care what happens in this game. Yeah, I, t- I tell the you, the turnover what, thing. I'm sorry, Bart. I tell you, I, I, I didn't like, know you were hooked up. Good. I, I look right over to, to the other sideline, and I look at, you know, and me and Ryan Clark kind of got into it, and we really couldn't get into it because TV, you have to move on to the next subject. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you look at who's the better football player. In my opinion, Daniel Jones is a better quarterback than Jalen Hurts. You keep saying this. Like, I don't understand what people are missing. He's a better thrower, and I think he's just as good of a runner as Jalen Hurts. He's fast, yeah. It's not like, you know what I mean? Like, for, for, for me, the issue for me was can Daniel Jones cut down the mistakes, the turnovers, because that's the number one job of the quarterback. But he has. That's what I'm saying. He's done that. He's had one so, turnover in the last five games, and it was an interception. Right. He's had no fumbles, which was his bigger issue right. than, than interceptions. And, He's had no fumbles those last five and, games. And, and guess why you don't fumble the ball as much? When your left tackle that you brought in here as a first-round draft pick becomes one of the best left tackles and in the Thomas. game mm-hmm. and goes to a Pro Bowl, mm-hmm. then I think you hold on and secure the ball a, a lot better. I mean, so when you look at it, I'm encouraged by – Looking at Jalen Hurts, if I'm the Giants, because I'm saying, listen, if we could put half the environment that they have around Jalen Hurts, the sky's the limit. Mm-hmm. Like, the fact that we're in the same game with these guys means that we closed the gap with coaching. Right. We didn't close the gap with talent and personnel. So what happens when we close the gap in personnel? Because we know we believe that we have one thing that's better than them, coaching. Like, you can say whatever you want about Sirianni. I don't think he's Brian Dayball. I don't think he has the ability to be able to coach any environment. I think that's not I think that's a fair statement to say. And we when we look over there and we see Wink Martindale, we we have to recognize that he's one of the best. He's always been one of the best, even when he was a Baltimore, right? So when you look at it like that, advantage to me, if we just improve the personnel, we can compete for this division every year. If they if they ran this back without without the same and it was just one improvement you would say that the, the, the Giants are right there. You would, if they, next year, no team did nothing. 
You can say, hey, man, the Giants could potentially win the division. If the Giants did nothing with their roster? And if nobody did nothing with their roster, right? Oh, okay. it's, it's fair, right? That just because they've been able to learn and the people that have emerged, you wouldn't be surprised. You, like, don't, think, you don't think the Eagles would still be the, the superior team? They if could they be. did nothing, they just they were the superior team yeah. this year. But, but, but what, I'm, what, I'm, what I'm saying is this team is improving because they're getting better, and, and this is their first year. With their a, new coach. Yeah, and it's their first year in the system. All right. So next year in another system, they can continue to elevate. Uh, now, what happens if they go out there and they get him the necessary weapons? Like, I think Daniel Jones is a better quarterback than Jalen Hurts. But Ryan Clark looked at me like I was crazy, like I was like 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 I was what? Being why hot is take. that? But why is that? Why, because, why are we because, getting because, this pushback because, on the fact that Daniel Jones? If you look at the numbers, they're, they're they're very similar. Because some people have to see it. I can visualize it, and I see the player. I don't. I'm not. I'm not paying attention to the environment. That's why. That's the whole thing I talk about when why I talk about the frustration with Lamar Jackson. The frustration is we can't see how good he is because of the environment and the surrounding pieces that they've decided to put around him. So Daniel Jones, in my opinion, this is the worst. Anybody can like we don't know what Jalen Hurts can do with a bad roster and bad receiving play. We know what Daniel Jones can do with a bad roster and bad receiver play. Mm-hmm. So it's easy to project what he'll do with good. It's a lot harder when you see somebody in perfect conditions to see what they'll do in bad conditions. See, I don't, I don't, I don't like the pushback on the idea that Daniel Jones can't be in the same category as Jalen Hurts because what is it that's special about Jalen Hurts? Not leadership-wise. Outside, 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 outside of his roster. But I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about as a football player. What do you look at him and say, why is he so successful? His ability to run? Yeah, his ability to uh, to read it, know know what to do, all that Be, stuff, right? Yeah, okay. And then and then obviously he's got weapons that he can throw to right. that make him look good. Do we say he have a cannon? We don't say he has an overly. We don't talk about his arm like uh, right. Josh Allen, right? So, what is it about Daniel Jones though that makes you say I don't know if he's the same as Jalen Hurts? When or right, is he taller than Jalen Hurts? Yeah. Yes. Is he faster than Jalen Hurts? Yeah. You could argue it. So is it? The Does difference? he have a stronger arm than Jalen So Hurts? can I ask you then a question that generally goes the other way, especially when it, you bring up a Lamar Jackson or yeah. somebody like that? It's reverse racism. I, I was just going to say, it's can, can we just flip it then and say, because da- Daniel Jones doesn't racism. look like right. that. Exactly. And he's not as big as, 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 as Josh Allen, right? And it's, like, it's the same thing that happened to Christian McCaffrey when he got drafted. It's the same thing that happened to him when he was going for the Heisman. Mm-hmm. It's like reverse. Like you see, a, you see a white corner, you think trash. Like it's just it's just what yeah. people think. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You, you you see you see you see like a, a, a white tailback, like oh he ain't man, come on. And then you look at Chris McCaffrey, like yo, this dude is it's ridiculous. The opposite of that scene we were right, laughing right. about this week. Exactly. So <laughs> hey, this right. ain't yeah geometry. <laughs> but that's a, but that's the thing, right? So I think like people look at Daniel Jones, and this is the thing before this season started. What was the real opinion of Jalen Hurts? Don't don't tell me what you think of him now. No, no, no. We going into they, the season, they were keeping two first round draft. We picks didn't know if he was the guy for what exactly to draft a quarterback. We look at Tua Tungavaloa. They were keeping two 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 first round draft picks. Why? Yeah. And now look at when the season happened. There were two MVP candidates. Now you mean to tell me if you put uh, Daniel Jones in a similar environment, we won't be talking about him as an MVP? Oh, I, I don't. I first of all, it's a big hypothetical, but watching Daniel Jones this year, especially over the last month and a half, yeah, that's a quarterback that if you put him in Philadelphia, they they wouldn't miss a beat. 
A Wouldn't beat. miss a beat. A beat. You do all the same stuff. There's nothing different. You could, there's nothing different about it. You put him in Miami. Wouldn't miss a beat. Oh, if you put him in Miami, wouldn't miss a beat. They might even be better. I would argue they would be better. So that's my point. So when I say that to Ryan Clark, who I love and I and I adore, why don't you see what I see? Like, and then he said, Bart, you've never said that. Like, bro, I've been saying this for three years. Yeah, you have. We have we have proof of that. Environment matters, right? You talk about if you put an oak tree in a small pot, it don't grow as big. Environment matters. If you put it in good fertile ground, it's gonna flourish. I like that. That's sports. It's actually a great point. And the Daniel Jones thing also, that the narrative on Jalen Hurts, and I bought into it, I believe in it, because I've been watching him since he's at Alabama. And you saw it the minute he took over for um, Carson. Carson Wentz. The minute he stepped in into the huddle, all you heard about was leadership. Mm-hmm. Everything was like, he is a great leader. He gets it. He cares about his teammates. They loved him just as that. And then you knew... They were going to make sure he had success. Carson Wentz was aloof. Carson right. Wentz just didn't seem like he was connected. And so guys were like, man, like, whatever. you yeah, know. He, he was but, but Jalen Hurts, they fell in love with right away. So that's his another part of his quality. Another part of his qualities is the fact that he is somebody that gets it as a leader. Okay, good. Then there's another quality that I brought up when it comes to Daniel Jones. And that is something that I think is also an intangible, especially in games like this, mm-hmm. is that to me is the Eli factor. He's unflappable. He doesn't get rattled. Same look. The, 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 his heart rate never changes. He stays the same. Eli always talks about how his whole mindset in big moments was to stay calm. Everything was stay calm, stay calm, stay calm. And that, I think, is Daniel Jones's best attribute outside of anything else that he's got physically. It's that. And that's what I think is so important, is when you have that, just like Jalen Hurts has the leadership quality, it is something that in big moments can inspire teammates in different ways. Sterling Shepard's not playing. Mm-hmm. But still, he, he knows Eli and he knows Daniel Jones. He was on the K-Show, and he talked about like how much alike they are or not. No, they're pretty different, man. Eli loves to joke around a lot, and Daniel's more on the serious side. Although he will joke around a little bit, but Eli's a pretty goofy dude whenever you get him um, <laughs> off of the field setting or out of the meeting rooms in the locker room. He's, he's a big jokester, so they're pretty different. That's why, the, to me, the rest of the comparisons between the two go out the window. It's just a body language. Yeah, the body language and part and of the it. look, the resting Eli face. The resting Eli yeah. face, yeah. But they're not the same. They, they don't play the same. That's for damn sure. Mm-hmm. But... The one thing, along with, of course, resting Eli face, that I think you now watch Daniel Jones in these moments is, to me, his ability to stay calm in what is going to be a tough environment, as you yeah. know. That place, we know it. They, the, the fact that the players are already talking about it going into the building yeah. tells you it's in their head. They know what to expect. The double birds, the whole the stories about all that stuff. What's the over-under on the rest total? On the what total? On the uh, arrest. On the, the arrest total. What's that's what we can we get a prop bet on that one? Prop bets on the on how many arrests are made. I, I'm gonna say at least a hundred. If you're talking seventy thousand fans, well, the vet been drinking since just yeah, that's what I'm saying. Been drinking since yesterday. What's the or I put it like this because they might just like I ain't got time to be processing these dudes. It's Sunday. I ain't got time. How many citations? <laughs> Saturday night actually. Yeah. Yo, so I mean, how yeah. many? Even worse, because yep. they coming off Friday night. Yeah, take, yeah, they're already how, tired. How many citations are going to be issued? I'm saying at least 120. At least 120 for this un, game. Un, 
unruly conduct, uh-huh. throwing beers, uh-huh. fights. Yeah. Like, and that's just pregame. Yeah, people, people getting escorted out of the damn arena. Probably. But that shouldn't matter to a player. No, not at all. Doesn't, doesn't affect the player. It actually emboldens you. Like, in, in fact, Daniel Jones is so far away from any of that madness where I, he is on the field. Yeah. No, no way what I used to love is to drive in with the bus. Yeah. You coming up the road. Uh-huh. You got the police escort. Say hello to the bad guy. You pulling up, and you got the people standing over when you're going down. They flipping you off. I once got booed, man, mooned by like an 80-year-old. Mooned? Yeah, by an 80-year-old woman. Where? Ass look like a raisin. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. Her ass look like a California raisin. <laughs> Pittsburgh. Outside the 7-Eleven. Of course. Outside the 7-Eleven? Like, when you drive by 7-Eleven, like, where you going there? <laughs> she hit me. I I know what the – I know what – I was appalled. I say that is the most wrinkly ass I've ever seen in my life. I couldn't even tell where the middle was. There were so many lines. That's what it's about. <laughs> she was all gray. Wait, wait. Well, not there. I'm saying her whole head was gray. Like, oh, oh, this is oh, okay. a grandma, grandma. I'm like, that's, yeah, that's a different kind of. No, nah, no, nah, man. No, nah, that wasn't the moon. That ain't real. Who called that a moon? She really was getting down. Get down to it. 800-919-3776 is the number. So let's get it started. It's Barton Hahn, Alan Hahn, Bart Scott, 98.7 ESPN. We got the calls to get to. And and I want to start with this because, first of all, because we love our drivers, our delivery drivers. And in the Amazon truck, we have Ike. And Ike wants to talk about something that, of course, with Daniel Jones, always does hang in the balance. What is that, Ike? Uh, I think we got a little reason. Bias, yeah. I usually love your takes, Bart, but Daniel Jones hasn't thrown for over 250 yards before that game in his entire career. That last game was the first time. Like, I, I don't know how we could say he's going to be an MVP candidate next year. Like, you know, like the same as nope. Jalen Hurts was this year. I'm a Giants fan, too, so it's just coming from a – we got to pump the brakes here a little bit. No, no. What, what I'm what I'm saying is the environment in which that Jalen Hurts is in. We had a lot of questions about Jalen Hurts. He looked horrible last year against Tampa Bay, and he only had a pedestrian season last year as well. Remember, they were keeping two first-round draft picks because they weren't sure he was the guy. Like what I'm saying is, Daniel Jones is in a horrible situation. He's on his listen. His his two best receivers. Well, he's in a good situation now because no, of the coaching. What I'm saying is, his three best receivers not even played the this weapons, year. Yeah. Got rid of Kadarius Tony. Kenny Galladay has been a bust. Mm-hmm. Sterling Shepard Shepard's been injured, mm-hmm. and this and yet we're in it. It's like it's like it's like like when 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 you go somewhere and somebody see you because they thought yeah. they passed you and y'all in the same spot. Like how you get in? Mm-hmm. Like don't worry about how yeah. I got in. I'm in. Yeah. The only thing is though, right? It's like. Maybe maybe he's that good right now because he doesn't have to throw the ball as much, and we're running the ball with him, and that's his skill set, and that's I, what we're doing with him. So maybe with more I, weapons, Ike, he's, more opportunity I, to turn it over. All right, Ike, I appreciate the call, but, I mean, he, he threw for 330 against the Vikings in Week 16. He threw for 341 against Detroit. Uh I mean, it's not like it's the first time he's thrown over 250 yards. Hey, like, hey, hey, Ike, what's your station, too? We, we I'm, 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 I'm DJ Four. Oh, you got to go some goon, know, some goon talk. Some, going a little bit some, of Amazon some, some nerd, talk. Some nerd talk, some <laughs> Bezos talk. All right, let's go to Brooklyn. We talk to Wise next. What's up, Wise? Hey, what's going on? Barton Hahn, love you guys. Thank what you. up? So, yeah, so going to the point that, um, <clears throat> that Alan made earlier, 
you have three things going into this season that have to be checked off. Question, can Saquon perform and stay healthy? Check. Uh, can Daniel Jones play at a better level? Check. And then we also had the coaching, which is super check on all levels. So I think I'm very comfortable going into next season with Daniel Jones, regardless of how he performs tomorrow. And the only thing I think the only box going into next season would be how does he perform with elite level receivers? If mm-hmm. we could get some elite level receivers, get how would he perform with them? Yeah, you got to get one wise. You got to get one. Barch brought up Gabe Davis. He thinks that's a good one. You could trade mm, for good. DeAndre Hopkins, but that that's costly. Yeah, but you could trade for him. I mean, there there are going to be options yeah. this off season, and you know, we'll, it's, when it's time Tomlin, to talk off season, yeah. we'll get there. Thank you, wise. You know, obviously, it's you got a game to play, but we all know that after this game or after the season does end, wherever it does end, they got business to get to, because now that you've gotten, you've, you've had a season like this that is supposed to kind of give you this taste of okay, they're heading in the right direction. Then, then now, then it's Joe Shane's time. Yeah. Then it's his time to say, all right, how do I take this? Yeah, because that, that salary cap situation don't look great. Take a step forward, not back. And don't blame the salary cap. I don't want to see. I, don't, I hate that excuse. Well, yeah. you know, we had to pay this guy, so we had to lose this guy. So we knew we would take a step back. Yeah, no. you got to have some tough decisions. You do. You got to have some tough decisions. You like, do. hey, I need money. Where do I get it from? Right. I mean, anytime we watched the New Orleans Saints shed $70 million mm-hmm. off their salary cap and mm-hmm. try and be in a bid for Deshaun Watson after they were $70 million over the cap, mm-hmm. it's amazing. That yeah. means anything can be done with accounting and a, and a great imagination. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. I tell you what, man, I'm, I'm excited about this weekend, man. And, you know, people thinking that, you know, what else is going on is weird, right? Because when you talk about 
you know, what's going on this weekend with the games, and then it's what's going on off the field with the other teams. When you think about what's going on with the Jets and the fact that so many coordinators are getting cut, players are fired, I'm getting concerned now with, you know, Greg Roman being let go about are the Jets the most attractive destination with the personnel, with the, with the instability at the quarterback position to attract right. a top-notch, not just... Do you have to get the quarterback first and then get the coordinator? Well, will the coordinator be there, right? Because, you know, right now right. you're telling Frank Wright, hey, Lamar Jackson's our quarterback. He's going to be franchise tag. He ain't going nowhere. That's who you get to play with. That's who you get to coach. That's who you got, right? And, and, and you, you're trying to figure out if, if, if that's the place to go. Some of these coordinators are coordinators slash coaches. So is Frank Wright still sitting out there saying, hey, I'm trying to be a head coach? So I'm, I'm getting concerned now that the Jets may not have – their like first choice as far as to pick because they're the only team. You think about Arizona, right? Arizona may want to hire somebody as a coach, and that coach may want him as a coordinator. They saying, "Hey, I got Kyler Murray." If you go out there and say, to Broncos, you're saying, "Yeah, I know it don't sound nice, but traditionally, you know, I got a Super Bowl winning, Pro Bowl quarterback in 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 Russell Wilson." For us, we're saying, "Hey, we got we got a good defense." We got some good young weapons. Chargers need an offensive coordinator, and you have Justin Herbert. Right. That's what I'm saying. So that's why I'm getting nervous when it comes down to this, this search because it looks like Daryl Bevel's already bowed out. Why? I thought he did. I thought yeah, no, he did. He, I'm, I just, you know, the fact that he just, he's all set. Probably because out there in Miami, they're saying, hey, listen, we went to the playoffs. This, this job is more secure because I don't think Salah is on the hot seat. But if he doesn't win next year, the next year is the hot seat where McDaniels went to the playoffs without their starting quarterback mm-hmm. and still was making plays and going and play for a play, fight. Mm-hmm. a fight with Buffalo. So maybe he's saying, I'd rather just wait and see what other opportunities shake out because I don't know if I want to attach myself to this regime and this offense because it's instability over there. And the first thing that's going to happen is I'm going to get blamed. And I'm going to be at a job where I had an opportunity to sit around and maybe get a head coaching job because if the offense ranks high – I'm getting a head coaching job. And right now we're distracted by the yeah, we're distracted by the games. But but business is going on. Yeah, all business over the league. On. For everybody, what what it's thirty two teams, it's six playing. We're talking it's twenty four teams that's going about the business of the future of their organization. You have also the com- the competition of like like to me it's chicken and egg with the Jets. Are you gonna get the quarterback first and that'll attract coordinators? Or do you get a coordinator and then you don't have to worry about it? You're just going to find a quarterback. You know, like it's always the pairing because look, I hate, Derek I hate Carr, these, arranged, these unarranged. Well, think about it. Derek Carr was uh, who was his his coordinator before last year? Was a uh, was it uh, Olson? So he, he yeah he, right. And then Josh McDaniel came in, and all of a sudden Derek Carr can't play anymore. All of a sudden Derek Carr's not good anymore after after carrying his team to the postseason. Like you see what that I mean? Mess. Like, that's the stuff that, like, how does that happen? So you can't have a situation where you get a coordinator, then you find a quarterback, whether it's Carr, whether it's Garoppolo, and the attitude is these two didn't really get along, it didn't work. Like, now the stories are coming out about LaFleur and what what Elijah Moore thought of him, what he thought of Zach Wilson. Oh, I mean, oh uh, uh, please, in, 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 please educate me. Oh yeah, he, well, I mean, he gave us a captain obvious statement, but the the reports were that he was telling people that his offense worked a lot better without Zach Wilson. Nah, which 
we all saw that. We all knew that. But wasn't your job to get the most out of Zach Wilson? What's amazing is so, you, you see this, what, he was supposed to have all these opportunities. I oh, you mean he hasn't been hired yet? Yeah. I mean, he's, they parted ways because so, he had so many people calling about him. Knocking on his door. Uh-huh. Yeah, we shall see. For a lateral move. Mm-hmm. 800-919-3776. Let's get the people ready. We're getting the tweets already about how, oh, the Eagles fans are going to call up. Are they really going to call up? Are they really doing this? So let's see. Let's, let's see. Let's, let's start the smoke, Bart. Where we go to Philly right now, where we get a call from Philadelphia, and we get it from Troy, who wants to represent Philly. Uh-huh. Troy, talk to New York. Oh, boy. Troy's at a loss for words. Troy, you with us? We thought you would. Th- hey, listen, listen, Bart, man, this is for you. Hey, it's Philly all day, man. But listen, I work in the New York City market, right? I work for Budweiser. I actually did some work with you a couple years ago for the Super Bowl, right, over in um, Hoboken. But either way, I work out in the market, but I'm full-bred Philadelphia fan. Grew up in Philly, family live in Philly. We go hard. That's what we do. That's what we do. We don't, I, listen, even on my job, I don't take no smack from no Giants fans. And I work in the Giants market, you know? So this, this, is, this is from the heart. B, yeah, we are like that. You know, we're we're passionate. We're passionate, and we're freaking out, man. And let me tell you something: Jalen Hurts is one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL right now. Mm, right now, right now. But is he is he is he a product of his environment? I mean, I know most quarterbacks are, but wait, you wait, guys, wait, ask you the got, question. It, ask him it, the question, Troy. Troy, yes. Straight up, if you had Daniel Jones on your team, would you still be where you are right now? No. Why do you say that? No. Jalen Hurts can run any given time for a rush over 300 and something yards, give you two, three rushing touchdowns in the game. Oh, really? Throw, throw, throw for. Uh, absolutely. Uh-huh. No, but you, you do know Danny Dimes got wheels. You know he did get up to 22 miles an hour one year, right? You know he got, he, he got, he got mad action now. He's like Josh Allen, too, and he's bigger than Jalen Hurts. This is the thing about like Philly fans and their, their love for Jalen Hurts. They didn't have a lot of love for him like they do now into this season because they kept two first-round draft picks because they didn't know if he was the guy. So what I'm saying is the environment. They, the coaching as well. With the coaching as well. No, he wasn't last last year. No, he wasn't like that, but he was still coming out of his shell. He was getting acclimated on the field with the players and the team, the organization. And guess what? He became this overnight, you can say, success. Mm. Can I ask you a question? Uh, off the top of your head, do you know how many rushing yards Jalen Hurts had this season? Off the top of my head, how many rushing yards he had? If I gave you, if I gave you, about. if I gave you eight hundred, would you say over or under? I think over. Under seven sixty. If 760. I gave you seven hundred as an over under for Daniel Jones, would you go over or under? I say under. Seven oh eight. Seven oh eight. Pretty close, right? <laughs> Pretty close. Pretty close. Pretty close. All right, if I gave you touchdowns. He don't have that. I don't think he has that heart yet. He don't have heart. You know how much hold on, you know how much heart you gotta have to have a line that bad and still run and still drop back? Like if I'm Jalen Hurts, it takes less heart oh because I got the best offensive line in the game. I ain't getting touched. Wow. And I got two of the best receivers. Daniel Jones is doing this with do you know his he leading receiver heart. was on somebody's practice squad a year ago? Man, he said he didn't have heart. Thank you, Troy. Representing Philly. 
Budweiser. New York City. It's a giant's hometown. But wise. So talking about Daniel Jones, we go to North Carolina. North Crackalackin. Mm-hmm. We got Lou. Oh, that's, that's his hood, right? He from Duke. He a Duke mm-hmm. Let's go, Lou. What do you got? Hey, guys. Uh, I just wanted to say, like, Daniel Jones is definitely like a better quarterback than Jalen Hurts. If I put Jalen Hurts on the Giants, the Giants are looking for a quarterback this year. If we put Daniel Jones on the Eagles, he's an MVP candidate. He is a pocket passer first that has the ability to run. And Jalen Hurts is a mobile quarterback first that has the ability to throw the ball. It's the other way around with these two. And Daniel Jones is going to age better because he can play from the pocket once he hits that age, 34, 35, 36, and his legs start to go a little bit. Daniel Jones can still produce for the team. Do we know if Jalen Hurts is going to be able to run around the field at that age? Because I highly a, doubt it. Lou, that's a great job by you. That's a great That's a great call because the way you laid it out. And it's something that we didn't do, Bart. Mm-hmm. Like, Lou just pointed something out to us that I didn't even think about. Never mind. I thought I Would said the that. Eagles be as good uh, if they had Daniel yeah, Jones? He flipped it on Would us. the Giants be where they are if they had Jalen Hurts? I would say the Giants would look more like the Chicago Bears. With them than receivers? now. It'll be He'd Jalen be more Hurts. Justin it'll be, Fields. It'll be Jalen Hurts running for his life. Wow, and and making plays That's off schedule. That's another way to flip it. That's the way. Like we were too busy trying to say what would the Eagles be if they had Dan Jones. You're saying, oh, they'd be the same. But would the Giants be the same? The if Twilight they had Zone. Jalen Hurts. And, and I think that's reality. Message. That's a great job by Lou. See, that's how the call is. He's the way we want it. Let's go to Harlem. Talk to Brian. What's up, Brian? Brian. Hey, what's going on, fellas? What's happening? Uh, thanks for taking the call, man. Um, uh, big Giants fan, kind of like Dave Rothenberg, man. It's like Giants all day. And I have this gut feeling, man. Usually my gut is 80%. I really believe the Giants is going to go to Philly and they're going to break a lot of hearts. And, and, and like Bart was saying, it's going to be a lot of citations because there's going to be a lot of angry Philly fans out there. After the game. I tell you what, and, Giants fans, please do me a favor. If you win, take the Giant gear off. Cause they're going to chase your and, ass uh, all the way home. Get out of the building. Get him! Let me tell you how cool. Let get across cool the Ben Franklin as fast as you can. Let me tell you how cool your partner is. What's I'm it? at work the other day, and I got a like on Instagram. Because for the Giants, the, the Big Blue Friday, I go out, look, and it says uh, the real the real, um, the real, real Bart Scott. So I'm like, what? So you hit so, like on one of his posts? No, he he liked my post. My wife, she got me a custom-made Giants varsity jacket with my initials on it. And I'm like, the real Bart Scott. I'm like, this got to be some spoof. Yeah. I went and clicked on the page. I'm like, oh, this is the real Bart Scott. That's I'm like, really oh, no, Bart Giants got to win this game. Hey, man, I love my peoples. You know what I'm that's saying? The, that's, that really is. That's why they call it the real Bart Scott. Brian, thank you, man. Appreciate I'm the, it. I'm the people's champ, eh? You are the people's champ. For the people, by the people. Let's go to Long Island. Let's talk to Ken. Hey, what's up, guys? I just want to call and tell everybody in Philly. Hey, what's up? I just want to call and uh, tell everybody in Philly they're not going to get get to eat any horse poop this year. They're going to be eating giant poop on Saturday night. (laughs) They're going to get the ball crazy. New York City, we take it over on. You know? Yeah, I hear you. That's right. <laughs> hey, are you are you that's guys? The, that's the gunling drop from the K show, right? Yeah. That's the gunling drop. Yeah. Are, are you guys? Are you are you guys going down there? Or y'all gonna watch it from somewhere here? Or are y'all gonna go down to enemy oh. territory and go tailgate and go watch it at a bar? It's gotta be. A, it's gotta be a Giants bar in Philly. Uh-uh. <laughs> I'm sure there is, but 
No, he's like, I right, listen, I ain't got time to be dealing with these. I ain't got my taser. Who wants to drive all the, all the way the hell down in there? Like, it's, why? Only, it's only an hour and a half. For you? Not for me. Not for, he's from Long Island. For oh, us? Okay, Strong Island. Forget it. Way too far. Two Way hours. too far. All right, we got the calls. Rack stack, ready to go. 800-919-3776. We'll continue with all the smoke. We do have Philly fans repping, though. They are there on hold. We have you Giants fans as well. But this is equal opportunity hate. This is the haters' ball, Bart Scott. That's what we do on Fridays. But nasty. Hate my gums because they black. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Uh, quickly, before we get back to the calls, just some Knicks news. This happened. They, of course, announced this like literally right after our show ended, which, of course, they did. Instead of you know giving me the uh, heads up on this, Mitchell Robinson was hurt in that game, the bad game against uh, the Wizards on Wednesday night. Well... He, <laughs> Thumb injury now turned into he had surgery on a fractured thumb. Hold on, what? Yeah. So he's out, reevaluated in the next three weeks, which is literally the week before the All-Star break, which tells you he's probably going to be out through the All-Star break, which could be up to 14 games they miss him. That, to me, is like, this is what we'll be talking about in April when we look back and say, boy, they were doing so well, they were over 500, and then this happened. That's Barney Rubble? Trouble. Yeah, they're in Barney. 
because of this because they don't have anybody like him on the court. I mean, you they they missed you know R.J. Barrett for a couple of games. They could stem the tide. They even missed Brunson and lived through it because Emmanuel quickly played so well. Mitchell Robinson does what no one else on the roster does: offensive rebounding, shot blocking, defense, all that, all the things that you don't notice that he brings when he's on the floor. He gets hurt all the time. He gets hurt a lot. He gets hurt a lot. So now, you know trade means. deadline's coming up. What do you do? Do you have to now find somebody that can play some defense? You know where you got to go. Uh-oh. Where do you got to go? You got Who do we work for? Disney. Ooh, wait a minute. Dun, 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 Are you telling me dun, 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 dun. that the Knicks should try to make a trade for Bobo? I'd take Bobo. Bobo be uh, being here like, oh, oh, can I'll you imagine Bobo? Bobo? Oh, I would man. take Bobo. I would. I would take him. And listen, he going to get you what shooting. About, what about Porzingis? He get he is Porzingis for you. He really is, actually. He, he, a lot he's cheaper. Por- yes, he's a cheaper Porzingis. <laughs> he is. That's, you're not crazy to say that. Give you defense, be able to spread the court. He could he run a break. Length. You ever see yes. him with the ball? He can run a break. I was like a proud daddy. You, yeah, no, no he, he's been he's been. I good. mean, real, real talk, that might be something that, I mean, it's, it's low risk. You don't have to pay him anything. You got to pay. You, you got to figure out what the Magic want to do yeah. there. Porzingis costs a lot. And if he, he does, he's expensive because he's got another year left at 35. If, yeah. he, if he doesn't opt out, 35 mil. Yeah, he ain't and, how he playing, he ain't opting out. Mm-mm. So. No, he opting in. I'd make a call. I'd make a call just to see. Like, what's it going to cost? Now, I mean, Bobo's not a big-time rebounder, but, though. But, like, but, Mitch is a great rebounder. But they might need, like, Cam Reddish. You know what I mean? Maybe you can get Cam Reddish, trade him. Cam Reddish is going to get traded, guys. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, Maybe you give him traded. Cam Reddish. You know what I mean? How does Cam Reddish fit down there, like, with what they try to do? Give them a wing? That's because what I'm saying. Because they got Barncaro, who's taken up inside. They got Franz Wagner, who's, like, I guess, like a four-ish yeah. wing. and they got the other dude. Um, Bimbo Booba. What? <laughs> the Bimbo Booba. What? When you have, when you don't know the African name, you just <laughs> you do things that if I did, I'd be off the air by the next segment. <laughs> <laughs> they take Cam Reddish down there. They give him because they already got Mo Bamba, right? Yeah, yeah, Mo, right, Mo Bamba, right. But they'd probably rather move Mo Bamba. I bet you they would rather move Mo Bamba than they would rather move Of course, Mobamba. of course. But Cam Reddish fits more with what they need, right? Yeah, I, th- more, I think they could a, use a wing. They could he's use young, Cam. he's cheap. Yeah, well, he, he's at the end of his deal. You know? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe there's a deal there. Now. I'll be at the guard. You wouldn't be able to get me out the guard. You wouldn't be able to get That's where I was going. Nick, y'all won't bark there every day. If we got you, Bull Bull, would you suddenly, and I got you a Knicks Bull Bull jersey. Ooh. I want a musty one. You want a game one? Yeah, I want a musty one. I don't know if that's mm, me. Musty's kind of listen. The thing is, the thing is, it'll probably come to my ankles, but it'd be so tight, <laughs> it'll look like a tube. <laughs> you know, you know, you know, Men in Black. You know those worms on Men in Black. <laughs> I like one of the little black worms on Men in Black, even though they pink. <laughs> you look like what Tracy Morgan puts on his <laughs> put on Shaq jersey. It just hangs to his knees, and it fits tight in one area. <laughs> right, right, <yeah. laughs> <laughs> oh man, let's, let's move on before we get canceled. Yeah, let's get back on track. All right, so bad news for the Knicks, and we'll see where they go from here. But the tough schedule, they got the Atlanta Hawks tonight, of course, coverage right here on 98.7 ESPN begins at 7 p.m. And Monica McNutt on the radio call with Ed Cohen tonight, ah. right, in Atlanta. So 
Take a listen to that. How she get Atlanta? And you sure. couldn't get Atlanta. Well, we're all getting a shot. We all we're, we're kind of rotating. Wally did a game. I, I, She's I, doing I, a game. I understand that. I got Wednesday. I they, guess I didn't do well enough that no, I didn't get Friday. They didn't give you lemon lemon peppers. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Listen, she my oh, Atlanta's okay, a, Atlanta's one of my favorite places. See what I'm saying? Yeah, that's all right. She's mm. there. She's got this trip, and then we'll see where it goes from here. I think I got another game coming up at some point. We shall see. It's gonna be it's gonna be Memphis. It ain't gonna be nowhere fun. <laughs> Say your ass to Memphis. It's like no, nobody right. wants to go. Say your ass to Cleveland. It's like when, when poor Don Luke has to do Calgary. <laughs> right. It's like, it's like, man, nobody wants to go to Calgary in January. <laughs> Send Don. Right. <laughs> and Don, like, he just loves calling games. He's like, I'll go. Hey, Don, we got an opening for, uh, for you on, on Thursday, next Thursday. Yeah, where is it? Yeah, yeah, where are we going? Oh, uh, yeah. Saskatchewan. Edmonton. You flying to Saskatchewan. <laughs> Saskatchewan. There's no damn team. That's uh, all right. You go to Winnipeg. You're gonna be on one of them same planes. I flew in that one time with no windows. Yo. Like, yeah, it's dark I took outside. we we took it all those years ago in a snowstorm in Alberta. Took off and landed. I swear to God, I said the rosary. The whole flight. <laughs> Straight up rosary. I haven't said the rosary since I was in Catholic school. I was saying the rosary constantly because that's that felt like it was the end. It was gonna happen that night. Don't worry, it's normal like now. Does anybody on here know how to fly a plane? Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.